You're listening to Voss and Bonnie's My Wife Hates Me on the Riotcast Network. Riotcast.com. She really hates him. It's really true. Why did she marry this jackass Jew? Some people say that opposites attract, but this seems more like a suicide pact. He's totally sober. She's not that drunk. He's really old and she's got some spunk. He's totally holy as an asinine bum and she's just a little less dumb. She really hates him. It's really true. But somewhere deep down, she loves him too. Test. One, two, three. One, two, testing, one, two, three, four, five, six. Hit your mic. I'm surprised you can go that high. Talk up. You can see by the lines you're not talking up. I'm starting now. Talk up. And don't get me mad. Rich, you're... I'm already stressed out because you come to the podcast with with such negative, like, uh, uh... like you're uh, an old beatnik from back in the fucking day, you know. Talk up so that people could hear and know what's going on. Hi, Rich. How are you? Good. That's how you do it. You do the read first. Start oh, off with the read. Oh, you start with the... I'm doing Just Amazon? Do, I'll do Amazon. I always do. Uh, Gamefly.com, y'all. All right. I thought you said start with Gamefly. No, I, I'm going to start with Amazon. Amazon.com. Can you just hand me the piece of paper and say you start? I say you start, but then I realize I do Amazon. I'm the Amazon guy, and you're the Gamefly girl. Make it clear, because people tweet, like, how do we do it? And Here's the deal. It. You're going to buy something on Amazon. If you're going to buy something on Amazon, go to riotcast, riotcast.com forward slash my wife hates me. Click the Amazon button, and then uh, buy. You do it all before you buy on Amazon. It's easy. Riotcast.com forward slash my wife hates me. And I, 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 I burped. Good read. Okay, hold on. If you're going to buy something on Amazon.com. Dot buy, com. Here's the deal. Whatever you're going to buy this week on Amazon.com, we're broke. We need money. So go to Riotcast.com. No, that's not good. Because we don't make any money off of it. Do you really think Amazon wants us to be promoted? I've had this talk with you already. I think they just want you to say what it is, not, please do it for us. Oh. We're broke. Look, Amazon. They want it to be like Amazon's a great company. You should go. They got a lot of stuff. It's worth your while. First of all, anybody that... The reason that they know that our ads are working is if you go through Riotcast. Okay, here's your deal. You can buy electronics, apparel, computers, books, DVDs, groceries. I don't know about that whole grocery thing because when I'm hungry, I don't know if I want to do groceries on Amazon. You know what I mean? This is the last time we're doing our Amazon. No, but I would do it. I would do it if I figured out, uh, you know, how to get it to my house quickly. Okay, let's let's. All right, let's be serious now. Let's Let's be serious. Listen, here's the deal. If you're going to buy something at, uh, at Amazon.com, which most people do because you can get electronics, apparel. Is that your gum right there? No, oh, yeah. You were disgusting. Computers, books, DVDs, groceries. You can get all kinds of stuff on Amazon. So when you go to Amazon, go to riotcast.com forward slash my wife hates me. Click the Amazon button and then shop like a motherfucker up in that bitch. You know what I'm saying? Uh, this podcast, at the end of this podcast... Uh, I interviewed. It's the only interview. This this guy. Uh, I did uh, this guy from uh, Ireland. This guy Connor. Al emailed me and said, "Will you do my pot?" <coughs> hold on. Oh he my said, God. <coughs> "Hold on, I got a lot of stuff going on in me." He emailed me <laughs> back in the day. Will you do my podcast? Ripe for so ridicule. you know. So I, I I put together and did his podcast in Ireland. He seemed like a nice guy, you know, and I. I have no connections in Ireland. Hold on. I have no connect. You know, I don't know anybody in Ireland, and I'd like <laughs> yes. to go there one day, maybe I play golf. I think that was a smart move, by the way. You try it twice, it doesn't come out right. No, because I, you, I, you I no, a- I'll do it. I have no uh, connect connections in Ireland. That so, was perfect. Mm-hmm. So, Very smooth. 
And, you know, so I did his podcast. Then he was coming over. And then I find out, or he, he listens to Opie and Anthony. You know, I don't know the guy. I mean, you know, you maybe you think he's a big podcast guy in Ireland. He might be. I don't know. I don't know. What you know, is the point fan? of all this? So anyhow, he comes over. Who home. cares? Can I tell real quick so I can details people like no, details? Yeah, details that help us not. I don't know what he is. Um, uh, let's see. I don't know. Maybe he is a big podcast guy. I don't have any con 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 connect. I don't know anyone <laughs> in Ireland. Um. I mean, get to it. All right, I'm just... We're he's, I don't even know if he's a comedian. Is he a comedian? No, he's not a comedian. He's okay. like, he likes comedians. He was the guy that was at Stand Up New York that yes. night that I was yeah. kind of busting his balls because I thought he was a comedian. Yes. And he's not a comedian. Yes. And so now you did his podcast, and then what happened? You He came back to town, and you interviewed him? Yes. In what fashion? With what? What do you mean? A, your iPhone? Yeah, with my iPhone, standing outside... With my iPhone. So now you're going to, at the end of this podcast, we are supposed to get excited about the fact that someone who no one cares about. In no, this they country, might care about because he, he likes comedy. I doubt He's that your interview <laughs> is in any way hard hitting. I'm sure, and look, I haven't heard it. This is the first time hearing about any of this, that that interview deals mostly with Rich Voss. No, not at all. It's all about him. Really? Yeah. Finding out what his connect, connect, connect connections are oh, yeah. so that when you go to Ireland that you might... Uh... No, well, I talked to him, and then it was on my iPhone. But you're just going to now put it up to the mic and play it? Is no, that how they're to No, get the... listen to me, dummy. What I'm going to do, what I did is I... Thank I, you, though, because I noticed you were going to say fucking dummy, and you just you went with dummy because obviously <laughs> yeah. you're feeling some kind of... Your love for me tonight. Okay, so... Because I made you a nice... I made you soft-shell crab. Very good. Very good. Hold on. Uh, I have a Disgusting. feeling... I have a feeling her soft-shell crab... I didn't do it. Her bit's going to come up. Her bit, I mean, do. it's one thing to eat a crab. You know, and it's one thing to eat a living thing. It's another to eat its house. What, are we going to start raping and pillaging our food? Come on, we're Americans. <laughs> there, no, I'm American. Are you American? Mm -mm. What are you? I'm Canadian, but I have uh, I have not gone through the uh, the entire process. I have a green card. Why don't you go through the whole process? I have to learn stuff. Oh, so anyhow, the interview. So I interviewed him on my uh, cell phone. Then. I, well, and that same night, I sent it over to... What's the uh, fellow's name? Connor. Okay. That's a good Irish name. I don't even know his last name, but listen. So Full of details. That's what I like about you and your stories. It could be Murphy. I'm going to say Murphy, but I don't think it is. Oh, well, then why would you say it? That name stuck in my head, that last name. Connor Murphy. I'm going to go with that. Okay. I know it's Connor, but let's go with Connor Murphy. But it's probably completely not his last name. I hope he listens to this. <laughs> He He's like, when I do my podcasts, I make sure I know the person's name. <laughs> so, is that what he sounds like? Uh, so you met him. So I, I, I recorded it on my iPhone. He didn't like me, by the way. Who I no one does when I first oh, meet true. you. Uh, so like, after eight this years, almost cunt saying to me. So I emailed it over. How oh, dare! Uh, the only reason I use the word "cunt," by the way, is because that's in Europe. It's fine not like it is here i know where it's a little so i was being european i know it. i have friends over in europe okay jimmy carr good friend then i have another friend i used to have a friend i'll get back to the connor story i used to hang with oh we're connor. on pins and needles no one's going anywhere until that connor story is done listen to me if there's any <laughs> comics in england i used to hang out with this comic do you really think anyone outside of you know or holland or england uh, knows his comic, uh, John Feely. John Feely. Mm -hmm. He's from. And I'm uh, pretty sure I worked with him. So I used to hang out with him when, when I went to Holland and stuff. And I remember we, we used to walk around to the red light district. Uh, we'd have coffee. We sit. Did you go in and do no, the hooker thing? He he went in, but I sat out and I had Come coffee on. for real. I'm not lying. You could ask him. He went. I could even tell you the story. He went in there. He went in with the hooker. In the, or the, in the window, 
mm-hmm. and it's a famous story. And he and I'm sitting out there having coffee in a cafe, and it's nighttime, you know. And I I kind of felt like when I was having my coffee, I felt like uh, uh, James uh, James Coburn in uh, The Great Escape when he was sitting at the French cafe, you know, hiding from the Germans after he escaped with a newspaper. So I'm sitting there with my coffee, <coughs> feeling like James Coburn. Uh, Did he from, get killed in that movie? No, he's the only one. He got away. He's one of mm-hmm. them. Got away on the bicycle. Disappointing. He got away. So I felt like that. I was sitting there with my coffee in a cafe, but it was nighttime. But during the uh, Great Escape, it was daytime oh God, for James Coburn. Oh my God! So uh, John Feely goes in with this prostitute, and I don't know if they even call them prostitutes. They were in the window. I guess they call them prostitutes. Yeah. So he has he sex or does whatever, and then he's smoking a, a joint with her, and and she asks him, "What do you do?" And he said, "I'm a comedian." And she said, do you know Patrice? <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> I, a million dollars. I bet you a million dollars. Whoa. That's true. She said, I you know guess Patrice? so, if you're willing to bet a million dollars. So anyhow, John, I used to hang with him all the time in Holland. And I, I don't know if I hung with him when I was in England. But he, I was really, I was friends with a guy. He was a nice guy. I remember one time I was leaving after we hung out all week. And it was like depressed. I, he, he seemed so depressed and I was kind of depressed. He was a nice guy. And then uh, after last comic, you know, he I, he had some health is- issues and stuff. He used to be a street team. He used to be partners. He was a street team with, uh, who's the, Eddie Izzard. Him and Eddie Izzard. I like, though, that you're pointing outside our house. Yeah. <laughs> like he might. Be out in the street doing comedy over there. Him and Eddie Izzard were a street comedy team years and years ago. You know that publicist that we have sometimes? Yeah. She went to high school with Eddie Izzard. Eddie Izzard is from another country. Oh, not Eddie Izzard. Sorry. Eddie If. Oh, I was thinking of Eddie Izzard. <laughs> God, you're so dumb. So. Eddie Izzard is the one who wears makeup. Yeah. So, anyhow, so my I think uh, John got a little sick or whatever. And he, uh, he emailed me or called or whatever and said he needed to borrow some money. So, I sent him $300. You know, he said, I just need... This like is the Feely guy? Yeah, I, I sent him 300 bucks, and I never heard from him again. And he was like a friend, and I felt bad that, you know, somebody over 300 bucks, you know, call me. I don't give a fuck. I know, fuck. but you, now you're dedicating a podcast to finding him so you can get your $300 No, back. I want to see if he's do, how he's doing. I don't care about the 300 It was sure, It was sure. eight years ago. Eight hey years ago. Hey, guys, I it's just want to know how he's doing. Also, he owes me $300. No, it's more than 300 It was eight years ago. There's interest. Oh. oh, I didn't know that when you lent a friend money that there's interest on it. Obviously, he's not a friend if he never called me again in his life. So this guy, Connor, I I take the... Uh, the interview, the, the interview I do with him, I send it over to... Now, did he think it was odd that you were interviewing him on an iPhone? He's no. like, that's not the way we do it in Ireland. That was the worst. <laughs> I know, because it started, I realized I was a little cockney. Cockney? Is that how you say it? Cocky. No, 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 in England. I don't know. Cockneyed? Quit banging the table, please. They, I we have two shan't mics. bang the table anymore. So. You are a whore. I sent over... The, luckily, I sent over the oh, interview. Oh, there's more. Right. Okay. Yes. Can I finish the story? Yes. I sent over the interview to Rob, who yes. hosts at riotcast.com, who hosts uh, our web uh-huh. our webcast. And uh, hold on. What? You don't need to do that. And I sent it over. And then my iPhone breaks. It breaks. And I lose the interview. But I sent it, it, but it breaks. Oh, I so didn't I remember, your iPhone broke. Remember when I went and got a new one at uh, at the? What, how did it break? Well, what happened? A long time ago. Yeah, maybe uh, two months ago, a month ago. Why is it just going on now? Well, because Rob figured out how to f- save it or do whatever with oh. it, get it off the phone, because it was a big file. But this guy Connor, you know, he called and emailed me a bunch of times to see what's going on. He really. Wants to do our, you know, get out there on our podcast. I don't know why. Maybe we're big in Ireland and he could tell people, hey, I did. My wife hates me. I don't know. But anyhow. I doubt it. Well, he. My guess is 
he's not big at all in Ireland <laughs> and you've done no research. It's just one guy with an Irish accent who's like, no, I'm big in Ireland. I He never said he was big in Ireland. He has well, a podcast. Well, how do you know that he's got a big podcast? There. I never said I don't know if it's a big podcast. I said I did his podcast. It could you be. You told me he's big. You said I he's big say... in podcasts. That's how you started. No. Let's rewind the tape. No, I said it could be big. I don't know the numbers. Oh, you don't well, listen. If trying to get on this podcast, it's obviously a tremendous. Now, our, and here's another story. Here's another story. Get out. No, get out. Our daughter. Get out or I'll give you another black eye. I come home from uh, being on the road and uh, the love of my life, Raina, has a black eye. A black eye. A black eye, everyone. Now, I am Richard Voss. How did you get a black eye? Tell them real quick. I mean, it is a black eye. I got black eye, and I, I'm No, like, don't be funny. Be real. How did you get a black eye? What did happen? I'm Richard, and I got a black eye, <laughs> <No>. and... <laughs> How did you get a black eye, for real? I'm Richard. I have a black eye, <laughs> and I got it from my rolling off the bed before, and I hit the side table. That's it. And actually, my mom punched... Actually, my... <laughs> Um, my old grandma punched me. <laughs> Your old eye. grandma? <laughs> you rolled off to bed? But how could she ro- roll off to bed and hit her eye on the corner? The table, the, the, the top of the table is on level to the bed. You know what well, I mean? When she was falling down, she must have hit her, her face on the Sandwell far was, corner. I don't know. I was falling. It seems kind of weird. I want to go react this. I want to do a react. I want to do a reenactment. All right, go ahead. Okay, go, people. You're getting on people's nerves. Go, go, Rena. We're gonna be done the podcast, everyone. Oh, I don't want it. This is why I don't want to do okay. podcast. Okay, so go upstairs. Go watch TV for real, or else you're gonna go in timeout. Mommy's counting. Uh, so she has this black eye, but. Okay, but she's the thing was is that in the middle of the night, you know, she's laying on the floor crying. I pick her up. I check her out. She seems fine. Go and I make her get up, ask, answer some questions, walk around, you know, make sure that she's okay, get her back to bed, whatever. The next morning, she has no recollection of it at all. Isn't that weird? No, because it happened while she was sleeping. I know, but she was crying like a crazy per- I mean... I don't know. Anyway, so we got to send her she to kindergarten on Tuesday. Thursday. No, she starts on Tuesday. No, how can she start on Tuesday? It starts on Tuesday. No way. It really does. Oh, we're leaving Thursday. That's you're right. Tuesday. So she's. In I don't know school. why this is so complicated for you. Go ahead. Talk for a while. And she starts on Tuesday, and she's got to go with the... And uh, another mom told me that they'll ask her a lot of questions about it. And so I hope she I hope she sticks to the story. <laughs> but, you know, then she likes this game, which we played today, which is that I beat her. I, I beat her up. No, she goes, beat me up, beat me up. She wants me to beat her up. So we, like, you know, I don't know. It's like tickling and wrestling and whatever. That's the game I play, I told her. Where okay, well, she wants to get I wrestled. Call, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wreck you. Yeah, well, now she goes, I'm sure that they'll be like, so does your mommy ever hurt you? She'll be like, well, she beats me up. She beats me up every day. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, well, so I, I'm going gonna, to jail. She's going to black eye, so I figure we'll send her to school with some ripped clothing and just try to make her look like a... But when she's going to kindergarten... Which is $850 a month, which is ridiculous to send a kid to kindergarten. Well, because if you, if you didn't, it's private school, but otherwise she would only be going for two and a half hours anyway, and then you'd have to find aftercare for her anyway. No, we so, don't have to find aftercare because we're home in the day. Well, I'm not going to be home in the day. Do you not get that? I got to go finish. I got to go into the city every single day. All I know is it's another uh, $11,000 a year or more. It's like sending a kid to college. It's fucking, it's insane. It's more than college. Then why did you agree to it? I didn't know it was $850 a month. I didn't think it was. That's a lot of money. Isn't it? Don't you think that's a lot of money? 
Well, it is, but I mean, there's, I don't know how to get around it. You'd have to pay for some kind of aftercare anyway, and then she'd have to get bus there and bus there and bus there and bus there. Well, we don't want her getting bussed around, you know, because buses are integrated now. We don't want that. Whatever. She's five. Oh, we want to break her into that slowly. You know what I mean? You know, she's lived a very sheltered life. We don't want her just to go out in the world, you know what I mean? Slowly introduce her maybe to, I don't know, a Spanish kid or an Indian Is there anything kid. that you want to talk about? Rich did a TV taping. No, I can't talk about I'm that. I'm not going to say what it was, but it went well. I taped. It's exciting. Two episodes. Monday, Tuesday. Yeah. Last week I did a TV taping, yeah, that I'm not going to talk about until it comes out. Then I'll talk about it, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I just got back but from... But what did you say to the producer when what, you met her of the TV taping? Well, I was sitting with a producer and like um, a star. And the producer said something. I go, you know what? These people come... I go, you know what? You come and go. He'll always be around to the star. Mm-hmm. I said something like that. I kind of like... You really won her over. The thing is, it's not really true. What? No, Stars pro- come and go. So do... so do, so Producers do just fail no, upwards. No, but I mean, everybody in this business, from the entertainment to the, to the producers, to, the a- to agents and managers, they all come and go and they all bounce around. No one's ever stable anywhere, hardly. You know what I mean? It's just, you know... I mean, every... You got to... You know, half the people... Some of the... You know... Like, quote it it. it what you can you can, use your you, words. You could be you know. There's probably a, uh, an assistant at a comedy club who's gonna be running a network. Yes. You know the guy that used to run uh, HBO was a doorman at the old Improv in New York. He was a doorman at the Improv. Okay, and he people. people were, yeah, I but know. It's like, it's like that's what like, it's. Some a, open micer is gonna, th- yeah. Some of them are gonna. Yeah, move I mean, ahead. I'm saying, That's but these we, are the people you run into, so you're supposed to be nice to them. You, you never know. Can you stop burping and farting and I didn't chewing fart. and? Oh my god! So I was in uh, I was in New England over the weekend, and uh, I was in New England over the weekend, and. And stuff was stolen out of my luggage. I'm sick of these people stealing stuff. You send your stuff through security, and then stuff gets stolen. And God, why don't they? Why don't they do some background checks on the people they're hiring? Just every fucking time you send through there, these fucking animals, thieves, steal your stuff. It's really on my goddamn nerves. I'm sick of it. Okay. Uh, is there another rant? That's not a rant. I mean, it's just you try. You feel like it's a victim. You're really a victim. It's not even about the money. You just there's nothing you can do. It, you just feel like you're violated. Just you from know. one from the minute that you get in the car to go to the airport till you get home again, it's just one violation after another. Yeah, it's just fucking horrifying. The way they treat you. Well, one time I had. I had a. Uh, what I you, hate flight attendants, you know. And then I keep hearing these stories about like, oh, they're underpaid and they get shit on all the time and stuff. And I, then I have some kind of like change of heart until I run until I have to encounter one, and then I start to hate them again. It's like. All right, tell me in one sentence. What? Why you hate them in one sentence? Cunts. No. Uh, <laughs> Well, they're, I don't know. They're just they're I, they're I, miserable. I guess they're miserable, and then it's just like, you know, everything is just. Such, I remember one time getting on the the plane with Raina. They had us. She was still, I think she was two or two and a half at the time, and they had us in different seats in different rows. And I kept asking from the minute, you know, I tried to check in online and I couldn't do it. And then I got to the airport and they wouldn't change it there. And then they said they'll change it at the gate. Then I get to the gate and they're like. Somebody on the plane will switch with you. Like nobody was gonna would help me. And then I get on the plane. Nobody wanted to switch because it was going from uh, an aisle or whatever to a middle seat or something. I mean, it was like 
an impossible switch and none of the flight attendants would help me. And I'm just standing there holding a baby, holding up the thing. I mean, finally somebody was like, I mean, but it really literally took like 15 minutes and I was like losing my mind. But on the flight, they're like, yeah, somebody will switch. They're fucking, they're the worst. They just act like uh, none of them want to be there. They, they uh, like, they're doing you a favor, you know. Yeah. You, you know, and they yell at you like, you, you know. Put your you chair know, up. Do this, like, do that, do that. Go fuck yourself. I'm paying. I'm the customer. I know. Don't that's the thing. Is that like, if you, you were. And if you talk back to them, they go, you know, we'll throw you off yeah, the plane. Yeah. One, one time I was on a plane. And all these students were coming in. I was going from California to New York. But I had to get back to New York. Uh, I was taping the Tough Crowd special for for Comedy Central. The Tough... Just shut up. I am telling the story. I'm not trying to brag. I said I had to get back. That was my vagina. No, it it wasn't. Anything. <laughs> That's so, so gross. <laughs> That's your vagina. Want to do it again? No. <laughs> Rich does a bang on impression of my vagina. <laughs> People think it's you chewing gum, but it's my vagina. It's me chewing on the lips of her. Ew. Of her, Ew. The, her lips that, that hang Please. down three and a half inches. And they do they flap. hang? No. They don't hang. You don't even have any lips. That's not true. Not not hanging lips, not like tetherball lips. So I, these all these kids were coming in from like a trip in California, like a school trip, and the fucking flight attendant. This now guy, I'm gonna have it. I can't talk to you. I'm I have like an uncontrollable urge to go upstairs and look at my. You don't know what your fucking pussy looks like after no, all these what years. What am I really? I'm sitting on a mirror every day checking I've it out. I've seen you. I walk by the bathroom where you're holding a mirror. Under, no, that's where not true. Where you hold a mirror and yes. look down under yes. your, uh-huh. and you talk to it. <laughs> you're okay. You're a good vagina. Yes, you are. So all these kids are going on to the plane. They're young. They're like 13, 14, 12, and they're... You know, there's you know maybe fifty of them, and they're 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 having fun. They're going, and the guy's yelling, "Put your stuff, put your stuff up, put, do this, do that." Yeah, so I go, well, maybe if you help him, we move things along. He goes, "Ah, I'll throw you out to a plane or whatever." Oh, really? For voicing my opinion, for saying what a lazy fucking animal you are. Go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. It's Good just, one. Why do, one call, time, why do I call mean people animals? I don't. I don't know why. I They're don't know. It's a animal. good. Because they don't act like humans. They're just fucking animals. Act mm-hmm. like a human. Human. Go ahead. A human. It's like YouTube, but a human. Human. I just fucking hate them. They're yelling at the kids and they're young kids and, you know, and they, I think they were a yeshiva school because you know the guy. The guy was saying, "Come on, Jews." One time I was on this flight and... Uh, You're listening to Flight Stories. Flight with Stories Rich. with Rich and Bonnie. And there was a guy in a row, you know, one row ahead of me and across the aisle. And then a family of three right across the aisle from me. And I guess the little girl, she was about nine, was reading a book. But she was moving every once in a while and she would kick the chair ahead of her a little bit. And... The guy sitting in the chair ahead, I don't know if he was drunk or, you know, like having a nick fit or I don't know, whatever. So he turned around and he was like, stop it, you know, about kicking the chair. And a little while later, I guess she did it again. And he turned around and he he, he yelled at the dad and he was like, if she kicks my chair one more time, I swear to God. And the dad was like kind of freaked out and the dad took his book like and tapped the guy's shoulder and was like, calm down to the guy. Yeah. And the guy goes, he fucking hit me. He just fucking hit me. I want to move. I want to cop. The guy lost it because the guy, the dad literally just gently tapped his shoulder, was like, hey, calm down, you know. And the guy lost it. The flight attendant, you know, they had to move him and stuff. And when the plane landed, the security whatever, I don't know if they're cops or whatever, got on the plane and took off the dad. No. Yes. Yes, the dad had to get put in handcuffs and taken Why didn't you say you're a witness? Um, Lots of people were. Lots of people were voicing it. 
that it was wrong. Lots of people saw. So didn't anybody say anything? But it didn't matter because he really did hit that guy. He didn't hit him. He touched him. Whatever. That was all that was necessary. I would have fucked that guy up. It's kind of crazy. I, I'm waiting for somebody to cross my path and do something wrong because I'm ready to knock a motherfucker out. That's how mad I am. Like That's you did your daughter. I was away. <laughs> I was gone. I was gone. I can't believe I did. How come every time I leave, something bad happens here? The house burns. The kid gets black eyes when oh I'm not around. God. What's going on here? Take it easy. It's your, that's a horrible thing to say. You What's just going said I, on? She, I know, but I was joking. Now you're being serious. No, I'm not. I'm just saying it's a coincidence. When I go away. And by the way, the alarm went off while you were away. The fire alarm because I was blow drying my hair. It was her pussy. Go ahead. <laughs> pussy started a fire. And um, she lost her mind. She was freaking out. I couldn't get her to calm down. She Why didn't you turn the alarm off? I did. When I was away, John Valby's house burnt down. How, know, how did that happen? I, I was only there for a minute. I do not know what <laughs> happened. Maybe he was... Oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Um, Where did he live? Where was that? In California or something? No. Oh, upstate New York. Do you want to talk about my thing that I'm doing for Joe DeRosa? What are you doing? I'm doing a little uh, acting job with him. Yeah? What's it going to be? What are you, you doing? You know what it's going to be because I already told you... You're playing a, a boss? I'm playing a boss that I fire him and Rachel Feinstein. That's it? Yes. But when I told you this afternoon, you started losing it. Like, I wasn't losing it. I just said, because the last time he wanted to hire you. You there better be no making out. Well, last time he wanted to hire you, had to go into bed with him and get undressed. Okay? So that would have been uncomfortable for the whole. I would have never gotten undressed. Well, you were so, the other actress did. No, I doubt it. I don't doubt it. I'll find out. And she made out with him for three hundred dollars. You would make out with Joe DeRosa. It's four hundred, or whatever. You would make out with Joe DeRosa for four hundred for an acting gig. What What happens if you started getting wet or you started fingering you? Oh my God, Richard! <laughs> that sometimes Stop that happens. It. Stop sometimes it. that happens when you're in character. You're when gross. you're in character, you're in character. You don't know. You know you're trying to. Oh, you're gross. Why am I gross? Because you are. You're like. What if he starts just. Person. Anyway, when I told you about the Joe DeRosa thing, you immediately tried to talk me out of doing I it. I did not once talk you out of doing it. I said, and you then make... you said. No, no, don't fucking exaggerate and lie like you do. And and I said, go right ahead. I said. No, you didn't ever. I First said, of all, you never no. said go right ahead. I always say never, go right never, ahead. Never, 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 never. damn, you're such a liar. You just hear what you want to hear. Why don't you. Try to pretend you beat me in off-the-wall tennis every game. Why don't you pretend that, too? People don't know what off-the-wall tennis is. Everybody knows what off-the-wall tennis is. It's tennis without a net. It's like you're using a paddle ball or a handball wall, but you're playing tennis, and it's called off-the-wall tennis. So I beat you one game. I let you. No, you didn't. You couldn't return my serve. Okay. That game, I had a good serve. So, okay, the Joe DeRosa thing. So, But we're going to California Thursday, and she's got to tape it Wednesday night. I said, I go, go ahead, but don't, won't you feel weird that you're not going to see? Yeah, I love how you're just changing a few I didn't, words. No, I didn't in change order any to make words. Yourself look no, I said, won't well, it feel weird that you're not going to hang out with Raina before That's you go not, to you LA? You didn't say that. You didn't say I that. Just you say didn't that. say, oh, are you going to feel weird? No. You said, I, 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 you think you'd want to spend time with Raina I didn't before say you that. left. No, I didn't say it like that. You've never, ever turned down anything for that reason. Oh, I have. I've turned down many things. Because you wanted to spend the night with I wanted with to Raina. spend it with my family. I don't, just a lot of times I don't go on the road because I or, or don't, don't take certain gigs because I want to be home. But I could, I could, okay, let's say when I was in uh, Sacramento last week, I could have tied in something in the Northwest and stayed out there another week and did two weeks in a row. You never see me do two weeks in a row anywhere, three or four days, and then I come home. So don't act like yeah, but I you're don't. you're saying t- you're making the equivalent two weeks on the road with one night. No, no, you're you're saying I don't ever. No, you just said I don't ever I have turn like down four work. hours that I have to go do this thing. You don't say I don't. It's going to take more than four hours. No, it's not. It's just a couple of lines. 
no one gets paid that kind of money to do a couple Whatever, lines. That's the way it is. I know. See, that's what you were saying at lunch. You were like, something's, fishy. something's up. Yeah, something's up it's with this. Up. And then have, you were like, maybe you're going to have to be a stripper. Even though you were stripper. so concerned about me being away from Raina, you were like, I'm coming. Well, I wanted to hang out. I like to hang out. I go to New York. I don't have yeah. that many. I go on the road. I like to hang out once in a while. I hung out the other night. I had a great time. I don't get to hang out. Well, sometimes you don't get to. Yeah, I never get to because I'm trying to provide for my family. Okay, but who's hanging out? I mean, it's not. You're not a teenager. You're going to work and you're I, coming home. No, no, yeah. Did I hang out? Yeah, you hang out. When? Whenever you go to New York and do one of those dumb clubs, you end up hanging out with your friends. No, I never do. You do all the time. You hang out. Will you come on down and see me and you're having a fight about hanging out no we're not having a fight it's just i don't get to hang out and you get to hang out all the time i don't get to hang out you're crazy the other night i drove home to relieve the babysitter and you stayed in new york and hung out with your friends yeah that's what i said one night i got to hang out and i had a good time good and i was happy for you you weren't happy for me you didn't like what do you mean by i mean you were happy but don't act like it was you know we had separate cars. We had to leave at different points. We had separate cars that night. So you decided, hey, I, I'm tired. I got to go home. No, I didn't want the babysitter to be $4 million. And also, someone has to get up in the morning. No one gets so up in the morning around this house. We all get up whenever that we get is up. Av- no, you get up whenever you no, want. No, I get up at 9 o'clock every day. Once Rich, the sun comes. who when gets it- up and gets everything for uh, Raina? I do. Sometimes I do. Rich. Sometimes. Rich, but I'm. It's whatever. Tomorrow I'm gonna get up early with her and hang out with her, because if it doesn't rain at three o'clock tomorrow, I might go play golf at three, just like nine. Oh, holes. you don't want to spend some time with your daughter before See, you, you have hear, to go. You don't hear anything. I just said I'm gonna get up and hang out with her in the day yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, but Rich, this is the thing where you go, you think like, oh, I spent an hour with her, therefore I'm free to go do I things. I didn't say an hour. I'm going to take her to home. I, want, I, don't, I don't care. I want you to go no, do whatever if I, you want to do. I just think it's so weird that you're like putting a guilt trip on me for going to do one I didn't put a thing. guilt trip. I you asked did. you. You put a guilt trip on yourself. Rich, I didn't, stop. I asked you. Stop. You're... you're you're, you know what you no, did. No, you're, you know no, what you do, no. and then you go. But that's the thing. Then you go. Oh, I spent. What if I was like, oh, hey, you know what? I just spent the last, um, you know, if you sixty-two me, hours with her. So I'm gonna go now for uh, like, you know, you, if you, you said to me, hey. If you said tomorrow morning, I'm going to get all, up. First of all, Raiden and I have our plans tomorrow all day anyway. What We've are got your plans? Are you making one out? Down. You don't even make plans with me. We don't make me. them with you because if we wait around for you, our, our days are gross. Are you crazy? I gross. was... It's like going to... You, you hold us hostage. You take us to the bank. You make us go to Walmart. You're like... We're like so bored. You're not bored. I take you We everywhere. are. We go to the library. You're like, how much longer is this going to be? I never say that in my we life. We go to the park. It's so hot. No. You came out to the pool for one minute. The I was first for Thing you said to me when you walked out to the pool area, uh, you were like, "It's so humid." No, I said, "Tuck your pussy lips back in your pants." They were hanging then out. You, uh, yes, and then you said, <laughs> "It's so humid." It was humid out there. It was gross. I don't like going sitting by a pool. It's okay, not what I'm, but I'm, I'm not just a big saying, fan. But is, I did. I stayed out there for an hour. This is what it's I like hanging out, out with you. It's like joyless, okay? Because you have to point out every little misstep, every little thing that's going wrong. A misstep? Yeah, you've heard of that, right? Yeah, no, who says a misstep? Why don't you fucking just cool up and be cool? Don't cool you? up? Yeah, cool up. <laughs> you're 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 <laughs> on me about misstep, but you're gonna throw around a phrase like "cool up." Yeah, I. I, I that's not that. a real thing. No, no that's my new it. saying, and it's gonna be. Oh, you just, that's gonna get big. Cool up, all right. <laughs> that's gonna get fucking, how yeah. big that's gonna get? No, every, cool up. No. Yeah, cool up. I'm telling you, no misstepping and sidestepping and all that. We went to Wegmans. You're like walking like you're an old man over the cart you always have to like push the cart because you're back you're like, uh, uh. <laughs> oh, oh get your own cart you could push your own cart i don't have the only cart there i like pushing then the cart then i'm getting you your we're almost done reina <laughs> she's like <laughs> she said 45 minutes she doesn't know how long so um Okay, we're at Wegmans, and we're gonna. I'm getting this. Because I took, you know, we, we went out for a nice meal at Wegmans, 
and put I had to grocery shop for and your put soft shell crab. And then I've made you that soft shell crab like four times no. before. But no, does that stop him from? You just like to talk to salespeople. I'm going to play with you in five okay, minutes. Right. We'll be done in five, five minutes. Not two, five more minutes. She looks, where are you going? Uh-oh, she, she's off the mic. What'd you say to her? What'd you say? Why did you ask the guy how you cooked the soft-shell crab then? Wait, wait, say that again, what happened? When I was getting this soft-shell crab at Wegmans, you yeah. go, how do you cook this to the guy? First of all, he says really loud, in a crowded grocery store, can you get rid of the green shit? <laughs> I asked him to clean out the green shit. <laughs> it wasn't that crowded. There was two people behind me. I know, me. but it's still just you're, you're wearing your cutoffs like Caroline's shirt and you're hunched over your car. It's just like, who are you? Your gum up in your upper lip. Can you clean out the shit? The green shit. I didn't say the Can shit. Can you clean out the green shit? <laughs> I mean, could it be trashier? You're just... You're just trash. I wasn't paying attention. That's all. Okay. I, and then, well, really? Then how come you go, that's what it's called, green shit? No. No, I didn't say that's that. That's what you said. I didn't say that. So I just asked him, how. what's his What's his recipe? That's all. Because he... It's rude to the person that's standing next to you. What? That cooks it for you. That's already cooked it for you. You didn't cook times. it four times. I've had shell crab here maybe twice. Three times, two, maybe twice. And you've cooked it great every time. Tonight was superb. I'm telling you, it tasted. What did you do to it tonight that made it so? Mm. It, and then Bonnie made herself salmon. And I took a bite of that. And it it, it was like butter. It Just was, get back to the fucking assholishness of your behavior. Okay. And also, why do you love talking to salespeople so much? You just love it. <laughs> you know, I've never met anyone in my life that's so eager to stop for directions. I don't... You I don't, do, you do. You're constantly like, every two minutes, you're like... Arr. You pull up to cars. I hate it. I don't like asking for directions. When I but was, you'll pull up on my side to someone and you'll make me roll down the window and be like, how do you get to the blah, blah, blah? Uh, I, when I was... Excuse me. Hello. <laughs> oh, oh, uh, Trash over here. <laughs> Hold on. When I was over the weekend... Is this the way to the freeway entrance? Oh, I got a choice. When I was in... Uh, I was coming from York, Maine... I was in Portland, Maine. Then I played golf in York, Maine, and I had to go from York, Maine, to uh, Manchester, uh, New Hampshire. So I'm driving through this town. You know, I didn't want to take the highway. I, I, some say take the back way; it's quicker. From, so <laughs> how I'm, do you get to the back way? So I'm I'm going from York, Maine. I played a great golf course. Uh, Stick to the le facts. ledges. It was great, beautiful. Ledges. That's my coffee. Drink yours. I finished mine. So you take mine, you finish yours, then mine? I just took a drink of it. So oh, I'm driving. I love you. I'll do anything for you, but don't fucking touch my coffee. Don't. You, who are you? <laughs> That's my line. So Breaking I'm bad tonight. So I'm driving through the... Uh, this little town, uh -huh. and I pull up to a red light. I roll my window down, uh -huh. and I honk the horn, and the lady you, rolls her window. You did window. what with the horn? I, I honk my horn. And you I, honked it? I honked it or honked it. or I honked, How do you say it? I honked my horn. You honked your horn? Yes. Okay. I don't know where you're from, but these humans and honked, I don't know. Why don't you cool up? All right, so <laughs> I honked my horn, and uh, people in the car roll down the window next to me. And I but go, they really rolled it? What kind of car were oh, they? Uh, or pay a power window. I go, am I going the right way to Manchester? And all of a sudden, a head sticks out from the back seat and goes, Rich Voss? I go, yeah. She goes, it's Sam. Oh, you really said it that casually? Yeah. yeah I go, yeah. Like every was, day, somebody's... It happens a lot. So she goes, it's Sam from Caroline's. And uh, it was a girl that works at Caroline's. In the middle, what are the odds? You pull up to a car in the middle of 
Somewhere very, in Maine. Very wasn't that, rare. Wasn't that very rare? Mm-hmm. Very rare. Mm-hmm. So Did I they tell off. you where to go? No, they didn't know. So I pull off, and I make a wrong turn, and I come right back. It takes me 10 minutes. I come right back to that exact spot. They're still it, there. No, but it felt like Groundhog's Day, the movie. Oh, I, good story. Huh? Good story. I like the ending. You like that? What a What a... Worth the wait. You look kind of pretty. I don't know what happened. You lost some weight in your face. Stop it. You're so... You do. You look... You're, you're, you, know, you know who you're looking like? You're starting to look like a pretty Jodie Foster. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> what? Because <laughs> her face is razor sharp. <laughs> it's like a cheese grater. Her face looks like <laughs> Matarese's lips. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like she could never do a kissing scene. The guy would pull his head back and she just be bloody. She can't get on a plane with her box cutter face. Uh, what other stories did I have? I had tons. Oh, I did a college. And I realized I hate doing colleges. I just don't like them. Because... Material, you know, you're older. Your material's too old for college. Oh, do Gamefly. Do the Gamefly read. Or are you going to... Didn't you have a good... No, here's the thing. thing. No, listen to me. Okay, you're bullying someone from Not bullying. Oh, oh, it's not bullying. See, you... Oh, it's bullying? I'm trying to get you started on your story. I'm doing... You know, in a college, it's hard. You know, if you're doing material about the Kardashians or... Or some pop culture. No, I don't. That's the kind of shit they relate to. Could you name them all? What, Kardashian? I don't know. No. Bruce. Race Trader 1. Race Trader 2. Are they race traders? What does that mean? They're Armenian or something. They're allowed. Oh, okay. So, I, uh, yeah, when you do a college, I'm like, I talk about my kids. My kids are older than those kids. Okay? So, what am I going to do? I'm going to talk about... Uh, tw- being sober 26 years They're not even 26 years old I get sober before they- So there's nothing I really do That relates to college right. once- Unless you do crowd work You do crowd work You know you-, you know what I'm saying You've done it You've done the same thing You pick on him You make jokes One kid had a He had a tank top on But he was as skinny As a mic stand I don't know what I said But uh, you know Whatever And it was funny He was laughing There was three black kids At the whole college And you know They were you know, it was some white, white school up in the middle of Maine. And then one kid I'm picking on, he looked like a young Clark Kent. You know, the gay jokes I do, or a couple of them. And, but then it hit, you know, I don't know, he was kind of laughing. The the black guys were always, they crack up. They're the best audience. They're loose. You know, they're not uptight. They cool uh, up right away. They, they're, they're cool. They cool up right from the door, right from Jump <laughs> Street, from right from the jump. Okay? And then even when they break camp. So... Uh, Breaking down my show by race, y'all. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. You know, you know when you. Then we got the bitches, man. No, the girls were cool. So and the skinny kid was crying. You know, I mean they're laughing. The guy that booked me was laughing, but I'm sure I'll get a bad report. I don't give a fuck. Anyhow, <laughs> so, yeah, you know when you say I don't give a fuck, that really I think lets people know that you don't give a fuck at all. No, I, what, I don't care about. Very, yeah, no. This is what you I give a fuck always, about. You should always, if you don't give a fuck, very quickly and with a little twist of your shoulder, go, I don't give a fuck. What that, are you talking that about? That lets people know for sure that you don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. So here's the thing. People let you know. I didn't, I'm sure I'll get a bad report. I don't give a fuck. No, listen. I didn't, <laughs> it's a college. <laughs> you went from pretty to I hate your face. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't so, want you to hit on me tonight. So, uh, you know, it was a, a show on a one to ten scale. The show was probably, I'd say, a seven. I'd say, yeah, seven. Uh, some parts were good. Some were, you know, whatever. They weren't mean. They were. If they didn't laugh, they just didn't, they weren't mean kids. They were just, you know, whatever. All right. Let's so, get to but it. I'm driving home and I'm thinking, well, the one kid you pick on, like, it's different with college kids and. Adults like say you pick on a college kid and he snaps and takes the whole school out or you know jumps out out of his window Your career is done because all the kids that had a good time would turn on you in a second go. Yeah, he was picking on everybody yeah. they, The media yeah. everything you would be done. Yeah, You're, I'm serious. No, uh, 
Do you okay, under- when I say yeah and I'm agreeing <laughs> with you, I don't know why then you get angry. So I wake you up know? the next day and I'm thinking to myself, what Should if I just- go m- make a t-shirt real quickly? This is Team Voss. I mean, <laughs> how do you want me to express? But I wake know. up the next day and I'm starting to think about it. What if this kid was upset and jumped off the roof or did whatever? And I'm starting to get anxiety and I'm all crazy in my head. And then I'm thinking, you know, how like... You got to do some kind of incentive, like whoever doesn't kill himself will get a free yeah CD. Free CD. I gave well one girl. See, one girl in the audience goes, "It's my birthday, right?" So I did some birthday jokes and this and that. She goes, "Yeah, this is the uh, first one I remember in years." I go, "What?" And she goes, "Yeah, I was in, on a he- in a head-on collision." I'm like, "Oh, Jesus!" Da da da. I go. Did you well, ask her what the her the last half text was. No, I said to her. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's not funny. All right. But, but anyhow. This has been a wait, good hold, hold on. Are we done? So, but I said to her, I feel so bad. I go, you're doing fine. She didn't, I go, you don't look like you got it. She goes, well, my, my, I walk a little bad or crooked. I go, then oh, did I, you get her up on stage and see her walk and make fun of her? Huh? No. <laughs> I, 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 she was, I said. <laughs> So I gave her a free CD for her birthday from the stage. Oh, makes that head-on collision all worthwhile. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, but see, she goes to bed tonight. She says, "See if I was never in that head-on collision, I would never." But now, for now, when I do a college, I'm have a disclaimer. Still have a wobbly end table. (laughs) Now, when I do a college, I'm have a disclaimer. If anybody, if anybody jumps out of a window, like the Arab guy was picking on, he bought a CD. He loved it. You know. They all like it, but they, it could be that one kid, and that your career is done. Yeah. You're done. Yeah, but you know you're what I'm almost saying? done anyway. I'm almost done with you, unless all you right. unless you cool up. Kinda. Cool up. I don't cool know up if and I can. do your game fly. All right, route. I'm gonna cool up right now. Right, cat. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You don't have to talk like a thug oh. when you cool up. Right. Yeah. Um. Riotcast has partnered with Gamefly Gaming Rental Service to give My Wife Hates Me listeners a free 15-day two-disc offer, a twenty-two ninety-five. How come your lines don't go big when you do it? Look at you're just talking normal, and they're not going big. Oh. Oh. Look how big that one was. Okay. <laughs> Stop. Whoa! Look how big that line. That, they don't like that. Okay, who's they? The... Oh, Connor's coming up after this, the interview. Oh, okay. Well, go to go to Gamefly. Go to Riotcast. Uh, how do you do this? Give it a try. 15-day, two-disc trial. It's free. It's, you know, no risk. It's amazing. Um, go to Gamefly.com forward slash wife for a special offer to our listeners only, a 15-day, two-disc trial. Um, do that. Gamefly is cool. You can... You know, it's like, like, (laughs) what? It's like Netflix for video games. So if you love video games, this is ideal. I say go to Amazon. Gamefly.com forward slash wife. We're going to LA this week. We'll be in LA. We're opening opening up our, uh, oh shit. We got to bring the mic in your computer. Yeah. We got to do a podcast from there. Yeah. Well, we're going to open up our movie. We're putting we don't we're putting somebody big in our movie, so we don't. Why can't we them. say? Because you don't say until it's done, oh. until it's locked, baby. Oh. So we're putting somebody big in our. We're going movie. to L.A. to get one more interview. Uh, then we're closing up shop. That's we're closing it. Closing it up. Closing it up. Uh, All right, and, we and might then go hopefully back to our original deal, our our offer. We got an offer, and we might go back to that, and we're going to have some meetings. Maybe probably do some spots at the Laugh Factory or the Improv, because once they know Rich Voss and Bonnie McFarlane are in town, the floodgates open up. Bonnie will check hang my with, Twitter. Uh, I'll let you know where I'm at. Bonnie will hang out with her friend Lynn. It's an at symbol. Go, it's the at symbol. I'll go Bonnie out. McFarlane. I'll play golf with Dunkelman. Bonnie will hang out with Lynn. My friend we'll Lynn show, Shawcroft. And I'll hang out with Brian Dunkelman and talk about his one season on Okay, well, American you always, Idol. You, never, you don't know how to wrap it up. You never do. You never know how to just be like, boom, boom, I'm Just how I say goodnight. All right, I'm out. See you later. You can go to uh, iTunes and get my CD, still empty inside. I like this podcast. Did you like this one? 
Bonnie made a great meal. It's good to be back home. See ya. I'm uh, I'm here with my friend Connor Murphy, right? Yeah. I even got his name right. You know, the fact that I said my friend, I didn't know his fucking last name, or I wasn't sure of it. Really? What kind of friend is he? Anyhow, Connor, Connor, who does a podcast in Ireland, is here in New York right now. So uh, I figured I'd speak to him for a few minutes, and we'd try to get him into our podcast. Are you having a good time in New York? Yeah, uh, it's great. It's the first time out of the... Well, first time here, and the, of course, the comics, the comedians, the places... You know, I've only heard about them and uh, listened to the shows and the live stand-ups. When you actually get here, though, it's just completely different. It's amazing. Well, the stand-up, like, the stand-up in Ireland, yeah. how does it compare to the stand-up here in the States? Well, you know, it's weird because I see, like, I hear a lot of comedians here talk about politically correctness and, you know, you can't joke about race, you can't joke about this and that. But I think in Ireland, you know, it's... It's pretty, any comic that goes up is pretty accepted, whatever they talk about, you know, it's, people are, the misconception, well, Irish people is, you know, they're not savvy with comedy, they don't get, but actually they're probably one of the most savvy people in, in the world for comics, I mean, we have some of the best out there, and they just get it, you know. Well, I, I, I don't, I don't agree, I mean, you could be politically incorrect here, I mean, a lot of comics, you know, and the fact is, you know, I think, uh, you know, there's edgy comedy here. People run scared, but you're still allowed to do what you could do. I mean, there's a lot of great edgy comics, you know, Attell, DiPaolo, Norton. Yeah. You know, I mean, so I think I think that whole misconception of uh, there is political correctness in this country. We're totally politically correct, yeah. and comedy is the last place you have the freedom to say this, yeah. although with these fucking bloggers and writers that take everything out of context, yeah. it makes it harder, uh, but I, 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 I think that uh, a good comic, whether it be in Ireland or here, yeah. is going to do what they feel or do what yeah. comes from, you know, what they want to yeah. do. And any comic as well, it's good that they're not apologetic about it and they don't give a fuck and they stand by it and that's, you know, what a lot of things end up happening, like I was shocked when that whole Don Imus thing went down a few years back when he made that joke and I can't believe I mean of course Opie and Anthony stood by him and you know a lot of people wanted him out and I just couldn't understand why like it was if you listen to Don Imus' show you know what type of show he does you know that's the style of humour and you know I think I think the bottom line is they wanted to retire him so that was the excuse to get him out yeah. you know that was like oh good we can get him now you know he's yeah. getting older and stuff and I think he lost his edge yeah. You know, I mean, he does well on his, you know, he has his followers. But, uh, you know, I think it was just an excuse to get him out. Yeah. Because if, if your company doesn't stand behind you, go fuck yourself. They want you out. Yeah. Or else, if, but, they, if they want you, they're going to stand behind you. But it was the same even with, uh, you know, the O&A when they had the homeless Charlie thing happen, you know. Yeah. Um, they got suspended for that and, you know. For, no, they got fired for two years. <laughs> they got fired. No, no, that was the sex in the church. That was yeah, fired. that's what I'm talking about. Well, I'm talking you... about you know, the homeless dad who, oh. you know, talked about rape and uh, oh. Connolly's rice and all this. But, I mean, it's a homeless person. You can't bring someone like that in and expect them to be politically correct and, you know, uh -huh. the right terminology for radio. So people listen to it out of context and get, you know, fucked yeah. up about it. But it's all, I mean, it's... Yeah, but opening it, they're, they're kind of hacky anyhow. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, they're fucking boat axe, you know, <laughs> doing little fucking bits with homeless people. Go fuck yourself. Nobody wants to see you, hear your dumb little bits anymore. Just talk. Uh, so you, are you, uh, do you listen, you follow Obi and Anthony for... Yeah, I mean, it's, I follow, I mean, I dip now and then in the stern, but for me, Obi and Anthony have always been just, I mean, just, because when I defend comedy in Ireland, you know, I will, I'll defend that to the last, but radio in Ireland, there's nobody that does radio and I was talking to you about this when we were on the phone that time there's nobody that does radio like them there's nobody that's straight and honest and and uh, you know doesn't give it it's all pandering in Irish radio you know it's always what can we do that's going to appeal to the most people and have the you know not be controversial in the slice and that's what I love about you and them and they just oh, it's amazing to see yeah, they're, they're, they're great radio they are my favourite you know them and the sports junkies they run neck to neck yeah. but how come they no one tries it in Ireland I mean why wouldn't they try it it, it, it wouldn't fly or yeah. it's just I don't know I mean it's it's because it's I mean it's relatively successful you know if you get a position in radio in Ireland you know where you're 
you uh, reach a certain level without doing any controversy. I mean, they're quite happy being stuck in that middle ground, you know. They're, they don't want to reach out and make people love them and make people hate them. They're comfortable yeah. in that shitty, oh, he's, he's all right. Like, and that's the worst thing to be. Uh, like the comics there, I mean, Jimmy Carr from England, who I know, yeah. who I think is brilliant. Yeah. Andrew Maxwell, yeah. I fucking love him. Andrew Maxwell's uh, great. Yeah. Jim Jeffries, who's from uh, what's Australia. From Australia. Yeah. But I'm sure he performs over Yeah, well, there. he's, I mean, he's, Jim Jeffries is originally from Australia, but he's been working in England. He's lived in England for many years, so he's, I mean, oh, he's unbelievable. He's a great talent. Uh-huh. Now, uh, does uh, does Jimmy Carr work Ireland? Is he as famous in Ireland as he is in England? Yeah, he is. He is. A, I mean, he's an arena comic. You know, he'd be like, really, you know, Dane Cook, but uh, you know, he'd be up to that average. I mean, he's a great satirical mind. You know, when he's he's just on the edge. But is an is an Irish audience going to support an English comic? Or that's the thing. I mean. Uh, speaking about politically correct you, I mean, you just done a set there where you talked about race and, you know, and it just connects with people. I mean, it's the same if an English comic says this, that shit to Irish people, you know, we embrace that. Uh-huh. We're almost kind of flattered as well uh-huh. that actually somebody can construct a bit about our culture and our way of life. We don't, you know, get up in arms and say it's this and that. I mean, it's just great to see anybody do any bits on it. Well, but I mean, I mean, basically though, you hate each other. It's kind of like. Well, or, it's, huh? It's. I mean, I think it's grown a lot from there. I mean, it's. I mean, some of the older people in the generation yeah. don't see. But when it comes to comedy, I mean, both both England and Ireland have produced yeah. great comics and have just kind of intertwined over the years. And it's just in the comedy circles anyway. It just there's just a certain level that uh-huh. they reach where it's it just becomes the norm. You know, it just becomes a great. A great thing. There was a comic uh, from England, and I worked with him in Amsterdam. John Finney or Finley or right, yeah. Do you know who I'm talking about? I don't know. I don't he know. owes me three hundred fucking dollars. Yeah, three hundred bucks. Is he? Yeah, he was down in his luck, and I mailed. He used to be a comedy team with a. Uh, who's the guy? Not not Jeffrey. Who's the other guy that dresses like a girl? Eddie Izzard. Eddie Izzard. He, yeah. They used to do street comedy yeah. together. Yeah. And he's uh, uh, John. I can't think of his fucking last name. Yeah. And he was a funny, funny dude. When I worked with him yeah. throughout Holland, I don't know if I worked with him when I was in England. Uh, and and we were friends when I went over there. We yeah. went to the red light district together and everything. <laughs> I didn't go in. I was, was I wasn't married. I just didn't go in for some reason. Ah. I don't know why. I got in. Yeah. I, I mean mentally, but not physically. <laughs> uh, I don't know why I didn't go in. Yeah. And 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 when I was there with Patrice, I didn't go in. That's kind of weird. I don't know why. Yeah. I, but I wasn't a, but anyhow I I used to whenever I went to Amsterdam I would hang out with him John yeah. fin, Finney or yeah. Finley or, and then he was down his luck and I mailed him 300 bucks and I never heard from him again Jeez. which is depressing because you you don't want to lose a friend over 300 fucking dollars well I'm sure like oh, you've obviously way more experience than me that comics I mean you have the certain group that's you know Jim Norton and Colin Quinn and but outside that comics don't really stay that close of friends is that the case just because of the situation thing? They're always on the road, they're always, you know... Well, no, I mean, we, we're, we're friends. It's weird. I mean, a lot of us... I don't know why we're attracted to each other. I guess we're a certain kind of comic. Yeah, we, I mean... We get each other, that's too. Why, but that's why, to me, that's what brought me uh, to here, you know, brought me to this type of comic, because... I in my group of friends we all just all we do is shit on each other that's if you can get the best line to somebody else that's yeah. the dynamic but that's that's the one case where I've seen it except for this like when I heard you and Norton or you and Colin on you know O&A just slamming the shit out it just got me to a place where nobody done that back home Yeah. and I was like it was all about just the dynamic of you shit well, on me now let me try and get one better well, than you well the know? thing is because we're good friends and we could do it you know, the fact that we're good friends yeah. makes it it makes it more comfortable. Oh too. yeah, yeah, I'm sure. And it, it, and it makes it you know it's kind-hearted because yeah. at the end of the day, like fucking Bobby Kelly is one of the greatest guys on the planet, or yeah. DeRosa, or Colin, or Norton. Yeah. You know, Keith. Uh, I was you know I was at a party once and this guy was talking about my kids and daughters oh, and yeah. and he a comic and uh, I said you know you're not part, you're not you're not part of this. Yeah, that's the thing. And, and he tried well. And then he kept going. I go, stop, you're going to get... Then he went to throw a punch at me. Jeez. And I cracked two of his fucking ribs. Yeah, well, okay. that, 
<laughs> you don't go throw a you don't say you're gonna fuck my kids and then throw a punch at me. Yeah. Okay. I mean the thing about that is the thing about that dynamic is it's a double edged sword, you know, you and Colin and Bobby have the, and Jim all do that same thing, you all do it on public air, but yeah. then as as good as that as yeah. good as that is, you also get people who will will act like that to you because they think they can. They think they can, and you know. Those people get blocked on Twitter. <laughs> they think they they anyhow, here's the thing. We're doing this, we're taping this on my phone and I think it's gonna come out good. But the fact that I have to hold it between us and this guy is getting too close to me, it's too fucking uncomfortable to stand this close to this creepy fucking Irish douchebag. Uh, I did his podcast, which was a good. What's your podcast? Give it a plug. Uh, it's called The Lovely Lads, and you can go on, just go to facebook.com and the love, slash The Lovely Lads and give us a like. You know, we, as well as Rich, we have, you know, a lot of great Irish comics on it and a lot of great bands as well, some American bands, English bands. So give it a listen. I mean, if if you like Voss's podcast, it's just that much better, you know. Oh yeah, there you have it. Well, anyhow, thanks for coming down. Uh, now after this, I'm gonna send this to my uh, to the uh, our host of our podcast. And after he gets us on, do you promise you won't fucking bother me again oh, for man, for won't. a year at least? And will you get me on a course in Ireland? I'll try. Yeah, he, but, I, he has no fucking pull. If, if it was. If it was uh, Rory McIlroy, maybe, but, you know. <laughs> he stinks. All right. Thanks, man. Thanks for coming. If you enjoyed My Wife Hates Me, subscribe and check out all the great podcasts at riotcast.com. She really hates him. It's really true. Why did she marry this jackass Jew? Some people say that opposites attract, but this seems more like a suicide pact. He's totally sober, she's not that drunk. He's really old and she's got some spunk. He's totally holy as an asinine bum and she's just a little less dumb. She really hates him, it's really true. But somewhere deep down, she loves him too.